All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Sports Radio is back. McDavid trying to come in with speed. Here he comes. McDavid shoots. Top shelf. He scores. The Oilers captain with the overtime winner. The Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. The 3-2. And drilled the left center. by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. Second and 10 as that Tennessee defense drops back. As long as trying to make a diving intended by Holmes, who tipped his inside the 10. Still that's a long run out of this world. Head to him now, but I can dig the A terrific Thursday afternoon. How are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Edmonton only sports station, Sports 1440, where you can get involved in the show. Texas, 833-401-1440 is where you can get a hold of us on the text line. Of course, you can always email us, Gregor at sports1440.ca. We have a live, great show, unreal lineup. Uh, the con man's been uh, working hard to have a great lineup. As always, our show is presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Alberta's only regulated online gambling website that has all of the pro- revenue and proceeds going right to the province. Everything stays right here. It's amazing. Now, hopefully you win. Everything stays in your jeans. But if you don't, it stays in the province. And uh, we will have our uh, Play Alberta picks coming up uh, a little bit later on today in the show. 
Uh, Terry Ryan will make his uh, co-host debut with us on Sports 1440. Today, uh, he is going to join us uh, every Thursday and uh, Monday. Now, of course, there'll be a little bit of maybe juggling when he is uh, shooting season two of Shorzy. Yeah, that's right. Terry Ryan, of course, uh, former NHLer, former uh, eighth overall pick, has uh, got the uh, acting world. And uh, on Shorzy, if you watch Shorzy, man, it will, you know If you do watch Shorzy, trust me, um, we, we will have some references to that. Lots of get. Terry's actually, he's now officially, like, he's certified as an actor. He's in the union, which is a big deal. And uh, he's got a pretty good Rolodex. So we're going to have lots of fun with guests coming on from him. Uh, former uh, CFL uh, player, former NFL coach, CFL coach Henry Burris will be by. Haley Salvian will join us. Man, there's lots going on right now in the new Professional Women's Hockey League. Six teams, which is the perfect number. Right? It makes sense. You start with six teams. you got three in Canada, three in the U.S. They're all fairly close proximity, similar to how the NHL started in the original six days. Right? It makes sense. So we'll talk to Haley about that. Uh, each team announcing their first uh, three free agent signings. And then we'll get into kind of like what's next. Is there a draft? Is it just a free-for-all? Is it like complete 100% free agency? Like that's unreal for the players. Is it great though for the league if you're trying to have some semblance of competitiveness? We'll find out. Uh, The Rear Admiral, co-host on Spinning Chicklets, will uh, join us today in the 4 o'clock hour. Spec will be by, as always, uh, Ruben Bronte. Returns to the airways. Uh, he will join us uh, today as well. Uh, also, we'll get to our uh, fantasy report because tonight, baby, the NFL. Like, I'm not one who says, oh, football season begins. No, football season's been on for quite some time. I think we'd all agree with that. It's great. But the NFL begins tonight. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Detroit Lions. Man, there is a lot of excitement in Detroit right now. People think the, the Lions could actually win their division. Now, I know, I, I see some people, oh, geez, the Lions haven't won their division forever. Yeah, you're right. But you know what's funny? The Detroit Lions have won their division. More recently, the Edmonton Oilers have won their division in the regular season. Edmonton has the longest drought in the NHL since 1987. Detroit, I think their last uh, division win was 1991. So, uh, also... Good friend of the show, family member. He should be a good fan of the show. Uh, uh, Noah Greger, of course, uh, formerly with the Sharks, now with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, is going to join us uh, in studio. We're going to talk a little bit about off-season training for players. You know, what's that like? Um, you know, the, the stress of not being qualified, all that sort of thing. So that's coming up in the uh, in the first hour on the show. As always, we are live in the Ewell studio. Very happy to have them on board. Uh, Dave and his crew down at uh, Ewell, that's E-W-E-L dot C-A. If you need electrical stuff, that's the only place to go. It's the be- They have a brand new location just off of 184th Street on the West End. And man, that place is massive. And those, it, we could have a contest, I think, on the show about which workplace has the most diehard sports fans. Because I think there's a lot of them in the city. I'm sure right now you're listening. And and a lot of those shops where you go in, like I know at Legacy Heating has the same thing. In their back shop, guys are all working, gals are working, and they got the sports radio on all the time. And every break, uh, when it's coffee break, 
There's lots of sporting discussions. Well, I'd put the Ewell group in that category of diehard passion ones. Like, I'm certain, like, I know for some of you, if you work at a place where you don't have sports fans, you're kind of like, what? What's happening? What kind of world are you living in? How are you not a diehard? How do you not want to eat, breathe, live, talk sports 24-7? I get it. So the biggest compliment you ever have is when you're able to convince some of your coworkers to become sports fans. It's amazing. So we'll have all of that on the show today. As always, it's our first week here on Sports 1440. And uh, many of you, I'm looking at the text line right now, and a lot of people have texted in. And they've got their name because we've saved it. And then there's a few newbies every day, which is great. I expect to get uh, uh, new text messages every day. Some of you weren't uh, back in town. Or you, maybe you weren't listening. Or maybe we didn't say anything to generate you to want to text us. But be sure if you do and it's your first text, put your name, your nickname, your moniker. I don't care. Whatever you want to be called. Just put it on there. We save it in our text system and away you go. So it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's easy. Hey, Greg's outstanding lineup from JCD. You know what? Uh, hey, I think it's important to have good guests and good content. We're going to mix in some humor with some diehard sports talk, and I think that's what makes for great sports radio. It's fantastic. Hey, guys, is there any chance the orders trade to get Pesci? And realistically, what would it take? CC Savon a second? Do you think it would get it done, or would it have to be Borgo? Well, I don't think Carolina's trading him. They just signed him to a contract extension. And to a pretty good value contract extension. So I would be I would be stunned if Brett Pesci is on the trade market. I think Brett Pesci, Carolina, they're a team in the East. They're similar to the orders. They're a cup contender. No question in my mind. Now, do they lack the top-end skill of the orders? 100%. But the orders lack in, they don't have the same defense core as Carolina does. But I think Carolina is without question a legit Stanley Cup contender. And I don't think that uh, Brett Pesci is... Uh, is going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Obviously, you'd uh, you'd want him, but I don't uh, I don't see it. Boys, you're getting rear admiral, unreal, great pull. Well, that's our executive producer, uh, Brad Slater. Old Slates, you know what? He's got a big Rolodex for a young dude, and he's we're we're gonna have lots of uh, awesome guests uh, on Sports 1440, and uh, Brad and Connor and Brad. It's kind of like a combination, but Brad's kind of like our executive producer, and he's one of those guys like you, who just eats, breathes, lives sports all the time. He loves it, which is, uh, which is fantastic. So uh, also say hello again to you watching online on our YouTube channel, Oilers Nation. We've gained a lot of subscribers. Go check it out. You can watch the show. You can see how we look. You know, don't want to have too low cut of a T-shirt on. So if you want to see some of our guests, you can, because uh, all of our guests either live in studio or if they join us, 95% of them, you'll be able to see their mugs. Okay, so uh, that's that's an added addition to the show that we didn't have before, and I'm very much excited about it. It just adds a new dimension. Of course, there's the the chat line you can get involved in there as well. So we uh, we say hello to everybody who is watching uh, online. I like it. Hey guys, is Bronte still driving the Biscayne at Norman a Combine? <laughs> no, no. Remember that lemon? It died on the Yellowhead. Or no, sorry, the White Mud. Yes, but we'll have to ask Rubes if he's got another. Uh, Another classic vehicle around. I like it. So it's good. Now, coming up on the uh, show today. Hey, Greg's, so great to hear your voice in the radio. 
Have you had anyone donate order tickets? I have the September 27th game to give away. It's only preseason, but I have other plans and can't make it. Matt from LeDuke. Matty, yes, uh, send them uh, via email to Connor at sports1440.ca. Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R, two O's, two N's, okay? And uh, you you transfer the tickets to him or send them and we'll figure out how to do it. But uh, Connor at sports1440.ca, and then uh, he can pass them on. That's the easiest way to do it. And, yes, we always like to get tickets in the hands of some people that have maybe never had the chance to uh, to go to a game. Obviously, if we say, hey, how many game this year? Well, everybody would qualify. There is yet to be a game this year. So it's awesome. Hey, Gregs, what are your thoughts on eSports from Egg? You know what? It is a massive growing market. I remember we, we had a whole week. Uh, in in August a few years ago, talking about esports, it's growing. There's no question about that. It's growing, and so w- where is it going to go to? Like, I don't think it's going away. I'll say that. I- I'd be surprised if all of a sudden you see less people playing esports. Right? Like they had a massive surge, and and now it's it's kind of leveled off, and it's very consistent. Right? Like those big gamers, phew, you're good at gaming. Guess what? Now you can literally make a career out of it. So. I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. I'm kind of jealous there wasn't a Gallagher League when I was a kid. That's the only one I probably could have had a chance at. Like, I sucked at track and field on the video game, right? But Gallagher, that was the one. Now, it's pretty simple. Today's games are, are much more uh, advanced. I, like, uh, like, my son, uh, we had a deal. He'll get a PS5 when he turns 10, right? So, we've got an old... We've got a actually got a friend give us a, a PS3 that he's been using, and which is fine. He has limited time on video games anyway, but um, he's been using that for a while, and it's um, it's fun, it's good. But uh, he is he's patiently waiting for the time that he can get his uh, PS5 right after his birthday when he turns ten. So I, you know what? I'm well. We'll have the Audi Sport uh, guest on the show. Like I don't know. More so, the question is for the audience. How many people are watching eSport? That would be my question. I know there's lots of people who, who game and play games, but how many of you go and watch eSport events? I've never been to one. I, I probably should go to one. I'd like to see. Hey, guys, who do you think gets the PTO spot? Gagne or Sutter? Honestly, man, that's a great question. I, I can't even say with any sort of confidence who I think is going to get that gig. We got to see. My, who knows? It, it'll all depend on... You know, does that earn themselves a contract? Like Edmonton, let's be real here. They're going to have a 21-man roster to start. I think they got 11 forwards locked in, seven defensemen and two goalies. So that leaves one roster spot to start. Now, some of these guys might be willing to sign a, you know, a two-way start in the American League. Because remember, Clean Costin started in the American League last year. Matthias Janmark started in the American League last year. Both of them were regulars in the playoffs. Both of them were regulars for loss of the regular season. So you're going to need some depth at some point. There's no question. Right? Like the orders. Now, they didn't have any of their superstars get banged up. But, you know, well, Evander Kane's a pretty big player. He missed half the season. He played 41 games, right? Fogel was out. McLeod was out. Lots of other guys were banged up. So, you know, injuries are just, they're part of the NHL. There's, there's no way to avoid it. So, it is going to, uh, it's going to happen for sure. I just want to say, boys, I'm so happy you're back on the air from uh, Honest Hansel. Honest Hansel is a good moniker. I like it. Well, trust me, I'm just as happy as you are that we're back on the air. It's something that I felt the, you know, 
Edmonton and all the surrounding area of, of sports fans in Northern Alberta, they love sports talk radio. They love talking sports. They like hearing stories. They like debating about it. And here's the great part. Like this week is nice because everybody's being friendly. But I know once the season begins, that's when the real strong opinions come out and then the debates start, which is going to be uh, fantastic. So. Hey, guys. My kids are huge eSport fans. I've watched a few of them. It's pretty entertaining from Big Dan. Yeah, well, 100%, Dan. I could see that's right up the rally. Why wouldn't it be? So have you ever been to a live event? Because I've, I've seen videos of it. It looks pretty entertaining. Like people there are having fun. No different. Like I, I'm not one who wants, oh, geez, because I don't like eSports. So that means it's not worth it. Not at all. There's lots of things that I don't go to the opera. I highly respect the opera. It's just not my thing. Right? It's hard to have everything as your thing. If you're that person who has everything of your thing, good for you. This is Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sports 1440, also uh, streaming on YouTube, the Orders Nation channel. Check it out on video. Coming up next, gentleman who is uh, going to the six. Try to crack the lineup. Talk about that next. We continue on Thursday afternoon. It is the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Thanks for uh, listening, for uh, streaming us, for uh, tuning in. If you're watching on uh, Oilers Nation uh, YouTube, we always appreciate it. Now, let's get to our big guest of the day, brought to you by Silent Rides Charter Company, one of Alberta's premier bus charter companies with state-of-the-art motor coaches that safely take you to your next destination. Visit silentrides.ca. And uh, I'm not sure if our uh, next uh, guest in studio, I don't think he's going to be taking uh, the coach to uh, to Toronto, but uh, Noah Greger uh, joins us. Snowster, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. Uh, congrats, by the way. This is great. Uh, I'm fired up that you guys are back on air. It's good. Uh, you know what? It, it was really good because uh, you and, of course, your brother, uh, Liam, you guys are, you know, early 20s. I guess Liam's maybe late 20s now, almost yeah, at 27. Is, yeah. But, um, and you guys are telling me how, because I always, I, some people are like, ah, sports radio isn't for younger people. And you're like, no, all of our buddies are dying for it. So, no, it was, uh, that was, that was another one of the reasons where I was like, yeah, we got to get this back on. So, uh, we're happy that uh, we're here and, and it's good timing. Um, Let's go through kind of the summer for you. Uh, you know, the first time you had the opportunity to go, to, you know, you had arbitration rights, and so now you get qualified. That's the first time. The Sharks elected not to qualify you. Was that a shock? How'd you deal with that, you and your agent? Yeah, it was uh, It was a bit of a shock. Uh, basically, up until really two days before the the qualifying date, I was, you know, under the impression that I was going to get qualified. So uh, it was a little shocking that, uh, you know, that close to the date, they they decided and, and told me that I wasn't going to be qualified. Uh, you know, it was it was disappointing at first. Obviously, I have a lot of uh, close friends and, and enjoyed my time in San Jose. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's part of the business and uh, players move all the time. So uh, I just kind of started talking with my agent and uh, trying to decide what the, the best next move was. And uh, obviously that's, that's free agency day. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's a whole thing that I haven't, haven't dealt with yet. So it was, uh, it was an interesting, interesting summer and, uh, you know, a, a difficult summer. I think guys and a lot of guys in my position kind of dealt with the same thing of uh, not just not a lot of offers out there, really. Uh, you know, a lot of guys signing one or, or two year deals and a lot of guys on PTOs this, this coming season. So uh, it was it, it was different, but uh, you know the way things have ended up. I'm excited for uh, for camp here. Now, outwardly, uh, 
I don't know, maybe you got it from your mother's side, but you seem to be a little bit more patient than uh, me and my brother, your dad. And so, but did this test your patience? Was it hard at times not to be like, what the bleep's going on? Yeah, it, uh, it definitely was tough at times. Uh, I would agree, probably didn't get that patience from, from my dad or yourself. So uh, <laughs> I'll give my mom credit to that. But uh, I mean, you know, there's really not much you can do. Uh, you know, I have a lot of trust in my agent and, uh, and I have a lot of, um, uh, you know, confidence in myself that, you know, wherever I end up on whatever contract or tryout that, uh, you know, ended up happening, I'm going to go to a team and, and make an impression and, and make that team. So that's, uh, you know, that's the belief in myself. So, uh, no, just excited now for, for camp to get going. Noah Gregor joins us um, going to Toronto. I, I don't know. Like, obviously, you've always been motivated, but is there, like, a chip on your shoulder now to show a lot of people that said, hey, you know what? I, uh, you know, I, I think I'm more valuable than how the, the market viewed me? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm confident in myself, and I, I thought I was deserving of uh, – you know, a contract right away with uh, with with any team really, uh, but that's that's just not how it always goes in hockey. So you uh, you know, just have to keep that confidence and that mindset that you're uh, you know you're an NHL player. I believe I'm a, a full time NHL player that can help a team win, and uh, that's what I'm going to try and do at camp here is show Toronto that uh, you know I can be a you know an important part of their team and uh, you know hopefully crack the opening night roster. So this summer, you know, the evolution of hockey players, and, and obviously I've seen it up close, you know, I've known you your whole life, and, you know, I've seen, the, you know, the growth and the, the maturity and, the, you know, the strength that you've added on, and just, you know, like, you're 200 pounds now, right? Like, how, and you've obviously been a very strong skater the whole time, but I know you, you hired a skills and skating coach this summer for you in, in Daryl Marchuk. How, how did that go? And uh, how, how much more confidence do you have? And, and what have you what have you learned about yourself that you've improved as a player this summer? Yeah, it. Uh, you know, I hired uh, I hired Daryl this summer. I've been doing a ton of one on one stuff. Also went with a new off ice trainer in uh, in Barry Butt. So kind of went into the summer with uh, you know a whole different uh, whole different plan than than in the past. Just try to switch things up. But uh, you know, on ice uh, we're just kind of trying to tweak some things you know I've always been a strong straight line skater and uh you know that's that's something that you don't want to tweak too too much uh it's already there so it's more of the the lateral things and being able to come out of tight turns uh and you know keep momentum and gain momentum I think that was one thing that uh we've worked on a ton is this is uh you know when I was coming out of turns I was kind of getting back on my heels and that uh you know just isn't the most efficient way to skate obviously uh so kind of just getting myself more on the you know the front quarter of my blade and and uh you know trying to use you know my strength and my legs to uh to be a more uh, efficient skater Noah Gregor joins us from the Toronto Maple Leafs and you know it's interesting like these type of things 15 20 years ago very few people were even talking about right like guys were just good skaters and there wasn't so much focus on edge and now we're talking about trying to be on the front quarter of your edge now was it a challenge as you mentioned you've always been a good skater like was Bambi might be an exaggeration here, but was there some learning curves for you when you're trying to make those skating changes? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I haven't done a ton of just straight uh, power skating, and that's not all we did, but uh, definitely there's, there's some of that uh, in, these, in these sessions. And, you know, the first two, three 
skates, I was uh, I was struggling with a lot of things, and, and it can get frustrating for sure. I know Daryl had to tell me, you know, just stay with it. Uh, you know, you're getting frustrated here. Just uh, do your best. It's, it's going to come. And, uh, you know, I've definitely seen the progression over the summer that, uh, you know, I've improved, and, uh, you know, I believe I'm a better skater than I was. Now, is that something that you'll continue to do during the season, or is this more of just an off-season training stuff? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I don't know exactly what uh, what the Leafs uh, have skating wise and, and skills wise. I believe they're uh, they're pretty solid with uh, you know their their in season skills. I know uh, I talked to Sheldon Keefe a little bit, and he says they're pretty they're pretty good with keeping on on that kind of thing. But uh, no, I don't know for sure yet. Like who's in charge of it? When you look at that roster in Toronto, and you know, I've heard some rumblings that you know they might run with Tavares, Nylander, and Matthews as their top three centers, which then means you need you need six wingers to run with that. And um, you know, you look at at that lineup, you feel pretty confident that you can earn yourself a spot there. Yeah, uh, you know, I wouldn't have have chosen Toronto if I didn't think I had a, had a really solid shot at uh, you know cracking the cracking the the roster. Um, you know, if they do decide to go with. Uh, you know, Tavares, Matthews, and Elander. That would, uh, you know, obviously we'd be pretty solid uh, three centers, and then Camp as well. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. No idea, but uh, you know, I think I can, you know, bring an element of uh, of speed and, and tenacity that they might be missing, kind of in their third, third or fourth line. And uh, you know, I'm excited to get down there and uh, show them what I can do. Now we got a few texts coming in. Uh, people wondering why you didn't sign with Edmonton because you seem to love to play there because all you do is score against the Orders. Uh, as a as a kid who grew up in Beaumont, obviously you grew up an Orders fan. Was there extra juice for you when you played at home? Yeah, I I love playing here, and uh, it just so happens that you know I think three times now I've I've been able to score at home. Uh, I, I've also done well in Calgary as well, so it's something about the Alberta air that uh, that helps me play well. And, uh, you know, it's always exciting to see family and, and friends at the game and uh, being able to go and see them after the game. Everyone's all fired up. So uh, it's always fun coming home. Well, I can tell you, I hadn't cheered in a hockey game for many years because of uh, obviously it's my job. And uh, but I did sit in the crowd uh, for the game that you scored twice. And my wife looked at me. She goes, I don't think I've ever seen you cheer at a game. But, you know, family first. And that was a, that was a real thrill for for me and my son and my wife, of course, obviously a bigger thrill for you, I would think. Um, and, and your and your buddies. But it is. Is there added pressure at all when you come home, or is it just more excitement when you play in front of family and friends? Uh, there's definitely some nerves. It usually is just uh, you know the build up and then in warm up when I'm really seeing everyone. Uh, you know, most of most of my family for sure is coming down to the glass and warm ups, and I'll see uh, I'll see my grandparents and and uh, your mom, grandma. So uh, it's pretty cool to see that. Uh, you know, the nerves are, are still there, uh, kind of just up until game time, and then you know it's it's just a regular game. You can kind of put that behind you. You don't really look into the crowd anymore. You're not thinking about it as much, and you can just go and play. Noah Gregor joins us in the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, a different summer for you as well. You, you had a few of your buddies, one of your best friends. You grew up with your roommate in Moose Jaw, Brett Howden. I know you guys are super tight. He wins a cup uh, with Vegas. And uh, did you go to his cup day? Yeah, yeah, I did. How was that? It was awesome. Uh, I was at, uh, we were all at Tanner Janot's wedding on the Friday, I believe. And then uh, me and uh, my buddy Jaden flew out to Winnipeg the next day and were able to make it to his cup party on the Sunday. So, uh, you know, it was a big weekend, but, uh, you know, he uh, comes from a small town, you know, really small town in, in Oak Bank, and the community really, really showed up for him. Uh, it was cool to see him with the cup and just the, 
the joy that he had and it, it was it was really awesome to just to see him go through that with his family and and his newborn kid as well was was pretty cool to see so does that just motivate you even more and are you a superstitious guy did you touch the cup how'd it work no i i did not touch the cup uh now there's no chance i was touching the cup but uh it definitely gives you motivation uh you know i watched the the finals and you know got to see him raise the cup for the first time and that it was, it was so special to see him do that, just being uh, such close friends and, and growing up together. Uh, you know, it was really cool to see, and uh, hopefully one day I'll be able to do that. So Tanner, you know, of course, is now a member of Tampa Bay, one of Toronto's biggest rivals. You know, he's a huge man. He's like 220. Yeah. Um, when you play against one of your good buddies, like, are you guys chirping each other, or do you stay away from you know, How does it work? Uh, a little bit of chirps here and there. Uh, I definitely try and stay away from Jano a little bit. I don't think he, uh, you know, minds uh, running into me and, and trying to throw me down. That's his game. He has to do it. So, uh, and, and you know, if he if he catches you, it's it's going to be bad. So, uh, I'll try and stay out of his way for sure. It's actually funny when me and Howdy played against each other in Vegas. I kind of caught someone sort of from behind and he came up to me gave him a, gave me a shot and we were kind of going back and forth he actually caught me like right in the the cheek I think my visor or something caught me I was a little scraped up after so that was funny that uh, we had a bit of a run in in, in Vegas but uh, nothing came of it so what would your mom say if you and howdy dropped the mitts she, she would not be pleased I don't <laughs> think uh, she doesn't like it anytime I fight but if I ended up uh, ever fighting Brett or or really any of my buddies across the league she would not be uh, thrilled no how has it gotten easier? Like, obviously, your, your your dad played minor pro, so I think he kind of understands it. But your mom was never really grew up around hockey. She's not really a big sports fan. How how's her evolution of a hockey mom been? It's been great. Uh, I definitely think she's she's learned a lot about the the business side of it, especially this summer. Just uh, just with my situation, uh, she's been great though. She's uh, she's really supportive. I've noticed this summer for sure she's she's checking in a lot and asking me if I'm talking to my agent, if I'm talking to teams, if I'm if I'm doing the right thing. So she's uh, <laughs> she's all in and and it's great to see uh, you know her being a little more involved and uh, you know interested in kind of like that uh, the the hockey away from the rink and the business side of it. It's cool. How was the last few years in San Jose? Being, you know, you're a young guy. The goal is just to get in the NHL and you just want to establish yourself as an NHL player. Um, but the Sharks really weren't that competitive, you know, out of it kind of by December the last few years. How challenging is it? Like, I know at the time, guys like, oh, yeah, we you know, do your best, and I get you do, but how mentally challenging is it when you're on a team that really isn't that competitive? Yeah, it it definitely starts to, to wear on you a little bit. Uh, you know, my four years, four years there, parts of four years, we were never in contention. And, and by, uh, you know, about game... 60 I would say it, it starts to get uh, into the kind of the dog days of the season where where guys are just sort of getting through games and you really have to to put yourself in that mental space that hey this is a job that's that's paying you a lot of money people are coming out to watch you and uh, also spending a lot of money to see you play and they're excited and they want the and they want your best every night so you have to remember that uh, there's a lot to it it's 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 a job and you have to go out and perform every night uh, that at times can be can be difficult with uh know the way the seasons have gone in in San Jose but uh, there's always something to play for you're playing for uh you know your next contract you're playing for uh, other teams that are watching you to uh to get a good look at you and you can try to make an impression on other other teams as well so there's always something to play for we're gonna take a break we'll come back with no great we're gonna talk about Eric Carlson uh Joe Thornton who was 
Kind of like your adopted big brother when you were a rookie in San Jose. And we'll hear for some uh, Joe Thornton stories next. Uh, Jason Greger, Noah Greger here live on Sports 1440. It's the Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are back Thursday edition of the Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Also uh, watching live on the YouTube channel for Oilers Nation. Check it out. You can watch a show. You can see us. See the mall behind us. See all the mall walkers as they uh, stroll by. Uh, thankfully, uh, nobody's taken uh, the suggestions of some of you hooligans on uh, what they should do outside the glass. So that's nice. And um, so we appreciate it. Of course, Gregor Show, always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can text us in our Jiffy Lube inbox, 833-401-1440. Noah Gregor from the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, getting set to jump on a plane on Monday to go down to Toronto, start skating. Of course, uh, training camp basically will begin uh, two weeks from today. Medicals are two weeks yesterday, so it's getting closer uh, by the minute. Uh, you come in as a young guy, you go into uh, San Jose, and you know there's Joe Thornton, who's going to be a future Hall of Famer. Patrick Marlowe, probably maybe a decent chance to be one. Eric Carlson just had one of the greatest seasons ever. Like You've, you've kind of been lucky in that sense. The team hasn't been great, but you've, you've played with some really good individuals. Tell me about kind of your introduction to Joe Thornton, um, the bearded wonder. You even had Brent Burns, another classic, but like I've heard so many stories about Joe and, and how he really just connects with all the young guys. Yeah, no, uh, Jumbo was great uh, for myself and everyone really in in the locker room. His uh, his presence is you know he's got a huge presence in the room. He's he's a huge man. I think that was the first thing I realized when I saw him. He's you know six four, probably on the taller side of six four. He's huge, and uh, you know he's always laughing, yelling. You know him and Burns, he would would be screaming all the time. Uh, they were the center of the center of attention. <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, when the game starts, Jumbo's probably the most intense and, uh, you know, hard hockey player that I've, I've got to see even at, uh, you know, I think he was 40 or 41 when I, you know, first played with him. Yeah. So, you know, he still had that tenacity and that edge, uh, and he was, he was great for myself. I really enjoyed my time with him. Did you ever bring up the fact that he was drafted first overall before you were even born? I don't know if I ever <laughs> mentioned that. I don't know if he'd love it, but, uh, it, that's pretty crazy to think about, you know, him and Marlo both. 
oh yeah you know could technically be my dad then it wouldn't have been like that crazy of a thing so it uh it was it's weird that that those two were uh you know kind of my first you know big veterans in the league it's pretty cool to see that and didn't joe like it was your rookie year like he's inviting you over to his house all the time just to hang out yeah no he was great uh great for myself uh he was really close with uh you know another young guy on the team mario ferraro we kind of came up in the same path and uh you know him and him and Mario were really close, and then me and my me and Mario were really close uh, with each other. And you know, we would head over to to Jumbo's house every now and then, and and just hang out. So, you know, I was really appreciative of that to uh, you know to have two young guys come in and you know make him feel welcome and uh, included in their house. And uh, you know, that makes going to the rink easier as well when you know you have you know a veteran guy kind of on your side and uh, you know looking out for you. Uh, Noah Gregor joins us, uh, former of the Sharks, now with the Maple Leafs. Uh, Eric Carlson last year had one of the greatest seasons a defenseman's ever had in NHL history. And uh, you, you, when you came in, Carlson was there, but he, he was playing banged up from what I understood. Obviously, he got healthy. Like, what's, as a teammate and what you see, like, what wowed you the most about Carlson last year once you saw him healthy? Uh, it's hard to pinpoint one thing. Uh I mean, many things. What were yeah, it? I mean, his ability to single-handedly break out the puck almost any shift he wants is is crazy to see. He can just lead the rush and, you know, two, three strides, he's breaking away from the forward checker and, and making an outlet pass. Uh, the way he can, uh, you know, move across the line is great. I've seen you know, countless times this year where he's went under a stick, back under a stick, around a guy, you know, right at the blue line when... Uh, there's there's not many guys that do that. I think his his confidence level is is really I think his his biggest attribute. He's never afraid to make a play. Uh, he he trusts his ability, and I think that's why he's able to make those those plays. Is his confidence is always there, and uh, you know he was it was unbelievable to watch this year. When you look at and you talk about a player, and you just see how important confidence is as a young guy. Do you look and say like because it's hard. Lots of young players come in the game, and they're just like. You don't want to make a mistake because you're like, geez, if I make a mistake, coach is probably more likely to sit me than the 10-year veteran. That's just kind of how it is. But when do you find that transition to just be like, well, I can't be afraid to make a mistake. I got to be I gotta be confident to make a play. How do you balance that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's there's definitely a fine line. I think you have to also have that honest uh, you know, self-evaluation and know the type of player you are. Obviously, I'm not going to be out there trying to dangle through a guy three times. I'm, I'm not Eric Carlson or, uh, you know, a top, line forward that has that ability to do it uh but uh you know i i trust in my own abilities that i can make a play and and try and uh, take a guy one-on-one maybe one time not uh, three like he can uh so yeah you can you can definitely learn from that and just you know even if you do mess up you know carl's out there the next shift trying the exact same play uh he knows that he you know nine times out of ten that play's gonna work so that's something I can, you know, definitely learn from not getting down on yourself. If you do make a mistake, just go out there and, and trust your ability. And, you know, that's going to help you gain confidence and be a better player. Where do you feel you are better heading into this training camp as a player than you have been before? Uh, you know what? I think uh, I think that, uh, you know, I've really learned how to just play in the NHL and, and be, you know, a hard-nosed guy. And, uh, you know, I think I've got a lot better at winning battles in the NHL. I think, uh, you know, adding some size this summer as well is going to help me with that. Uh, you know, coming in the league, I think that's one of the hardest things to, to learn is how to be really hard on your stick and, and win battles. You know, guys are so strong in the NHL. Uh, so I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, I'm confident in coming into training camp is I'm going to be able to play a, a hard two-way, two-way game and be able to win my battles and, and uh, you know, help the team out that way. So how do you learn 
to be better at battling? What do you do? I think it's just a lot of it is just going through it and uh, and you know learn. You can learn from other guys as well. Uh, you know to see little tendencies they use. Uh, you know I watch uh, Couture a lot. He's got one of the better sticks in the league. I think uh, Nick Benino as well are two guys that use their stick really well. They're not huge. Uh, you know checkers they they use their stick super well and they're two guys that I you know I've watched and picked up a few things on just how to stick lift a guy or put my body in a position to uh to keep the puck away and uh no that's uh that's two things that I've I've learned for sure you can score from distance not a lot of guys that can beat goalies clean from 25 plus feet you know you got a lot of goals from there probably obviously more goals from there than you do in tight how, how do you feel or, or did you work on you know, scoring more from closer distance. Yeah, uh, you no, know, getting into that middle ice is is definitely something that uh, I know I have to to improve on and, and get better at. And you know, that's where the majority of goals are scored. Uh, you no, know, there's a lot of things that I've worked on uh, with Daryl that are that should help me in that aspect. Just uh, some in tight drills, uh, you know, deflections, and you know, picking up pucks off of uh, you know different areas in your feet and you know, being able to make a quick, uh, quick stick handle and, and shot. So that, uh, you know, that has been coming along pretty well for me, I think. And, you know, hopefully that'll translate to more goals. Do you shoot pucks every day? What's what's cause you got a pretty good shot. How'd you get a good shot? You know what I've growing up, I shot a ton of pucks. Uh, we would have, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, street hockey played and, uh, just playing a lot of hockey, I think helped myself now, uh, you know, as I got older, I I haven't shot as many pucks as uh, you know I probably should. This summer was nice, so at uh, at my gym we had a a net and a big space that uh, you were able to to shoot pucks at. So I definitely did more of that this summer than I have in the past. And uh, I think you know having a a good shot, uh, you can definitely improve on it. But uh, you know some guys are you know just have that in them and are able to shoot it well. Uh, so so yeah, I don't know. Pat in the park is wondering, uh, Lane Peterson, of course, uh, you played with him. What can order fans expect? What kind of player is he? He's a, uh, you know, he's a hard-nosed player. I think he's, he's gotten better at, uh, at using his, his size. He's a bigger guy. He skates well. Uh, I think uh, he's going to come in and, and push the pace and, and be physical. Uh, I also think he has uh, you know, a really good skill set. You, know, you watch him in, in you know, little three-on-three games or games after after practice where uh you know he really shows off his his hands and his ability to tight turn he's uh you know he's really good at that and uh i think he's going to come into uh, to edmonton and, and do a good job he's a, he's a great player uh, a better person i've talked to him actually pretty recently here he's excited to get in, into town and uh, get get going here with the others now you're going to toronto um you're a huge sports fan so Raptors or Jays, which one would you which one do you want to see or obviously i'm assuming you're going to go see both but is there one team you root more for Right now, obviously the Jays just uh, just because they're playing. I mean, I haven't kept too many tabs on on the Raptors as of late, uh, but I'm I'm definitely a big Raptors fan, and I'll be uh, I'll be going to a game for sure. But I'd say right now it's the it's the Jays, and uh, hopefully when I get down there, I'll be able to catch a game. Now, when you were in San Jose, did you go to Warriors games? Did you see Steph Curry live? Yes, uh, I watched the Warriors game, but I don't think Curry was playing. No, he was not playing. Yeah, he wasn't playing the game I watched. I only went to one, but uh, it was a great game. Uh, it was a close game. They were playing the Pistons, and uh, they were down two 
with like two seconds left. Clay hit a deep two to tie it with like .3 seconds left. Pistons inbound the ball, drain like a full court shot to win the game. It was crazy. But uh, I've only been to one game. NBA game. Now, did you go to any 49ers games? No, never went to a 49ers game. Have you been in an NFL game? No. What? Never been. Jeez. I'm not the biggest football guy anyway. Not a big football. But what about, like, Toronto and Buffalo, man? Like, have you ever had a Sunday off to go to Buffalo, like, you know, just to see the spectacle of Bill's Mafia? Like, that in itself would be amazing. Yeah, that would be, uh, that for sure be a, a good time and go down a little early, do the Buffalo tailgate. Uh, I'd be down for that for sure, but I've, I have yet to, uh, to get to an NFL game. Now, have you ever taken batting practice? No. Not, like, with a pro team or anything, no. No. Because did you play? You played a little bit of ball, right? Yeah, yeah. I played growing up till I was like fourteen, and then me and did you my and your brother, brother? You guys played? Were you playing senior? Yeah, we it? played some senior ball. Yeah. Uh, I played when I was like that was probably like five years ago now. But Liam played for three or four years for the Arm- Armina Royals. So the shout Armina out to Royals. Yeah, shout out the Armina, Armina Royals. Armina, yeah, nice. Because um, like like hitting the you know you get in batting practice and hitting a dinger is like there's certain like being able to dunk. Hitting a dinger, and I think for you know people going barred down. If you're not a hockey player, like there's just certain things in other sports. Are like that's what I'd like to do. Do you think you could go yard in batting practice? I was never a big power hitter. I was more of a contact hitter. So I don't think uh, it would take me a bit for sure. I'd have to practice, but I think eventually I'd be able to get one out. But if I just went out tomorrow and went and uh, you know took batting practice, I wouldn't have too much money on myself to go yard. No, no but you'd hit it out of the infield better than Strutty. I've never seen Strutty, but I would imagine I'd be able to hit it a little better. Well, dude, it'd be hard to hit it worse, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Strutty got booed in a charity event because he was so bad. He couldn't get out of the I've never I've had yeah, that stuff. That, and, yeah. that's a, and I'm not even making that up. That's still one of my favorite stories of all time, just because as he's walking back from the batter's box, we're like, God, they're booing. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is a, a tough one. Um, one last. So you get into uh, to Toronto. Um, one of your former teammates, Dylan Gambrell, that's who you're going to live with to start. Uh how important is it, like, this will be now, because you, you went into San Jose, you didn't know anybody. You, is it easier? How important is it to get to know guys quickly, do you find, uh, and to make it more comfortable for you as a player? Yeah, I think uh, oh, that's definitely one of the things that uh, I haven't, I've yet to do in, in a while is, is go to, into a new team and a bunch of new players that uh, I haven't met yet. Uh, I know I know Gambrell. And uh, Martin Jones a little bit. Uh, he's also there re-signed. So I'll know two guys going in. But uh, other than that, I'm going to have to you know, maybe put myself out there a little more than I'm used to and, and start to get to know the guys. But uh, just from talking to a few guys uh, you know, around that have played in Toronto, I've heard it's a great group there. And, uh, you know, they like to uh, they like to have fun. And uh, they're a close-knit group. So I'm excited to get down there. Well, I know uh, obviously we're excited for you. Uh, mostly excited because the games will start at 5, our time, rather than 8.30. San Jose, like the worst home start time in the league, 7.30 weekdays. Like, it's brutal. Right? Yeah, the, the players, uh, I don't think, enjoy the 7.30 starts no. either. So it's it's not just the fans. Yeah, and that's fair. Like, I'm, I was kind of curious why they still do it. I Like, I don't know. Like, is traffic that bad that you have to start that late? I have yet to get a solid explanation of why they're, we're the only team or used to be the only team that uh, played at 7.30 consistently yeah. at home. It's it's weird. I don't know exactly why they do it, but that's the way they do it. Yeah, it is very weird. Well, well, Noah, thanks so much for joining us, man. I think this is the third diff because we had it uh, at the 1260 studio. Then you were at the Velvet Dungeon once, and uh, now you're at the new Sports 1440 studio. So one of the few guests has been at all three places. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is awesome. I'm I'm pumped up for you guys. This has been good. Awesome. Thanks. That's uh, Noah Gregor from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's get to. Uh, 1440 Sports Update brought to you by BIE Engineering, your structural engineering specialist. Whether you're in the process of a rental or building your dream home, BIE can help you out. Go to BIEENG.com.